Hey, this is Terry Trady, you know what I'm saying? Thanks for coming back and listening. You're about to listen to our Women on Wednesday with Estrella. You can watch the video version on YouTube. But this weekend, I want y'all to go on Title Match Network, check out Mission Pro, keep them talking. And if anybody's listening in the Jacksonville, Florida area, surrounding areas, go to River City Wrestling Con. A lot of stars from wrestling legends, independent scenes, matches going on. Buy some merch, support them. Tell them we love wrestling sent you. But other than that, we got some more stuff that'll be coming this weekend. We'll feature somebody from the Mission Pro Show, um, a newcomer. And, hey, just thanks for listening. Let's get into it. My name is Strella, and I love wrestling. You love wrestling. And we I'm love not wrestling. you missing out. Is this show this is Welcome to Women on Wednesday. My name is Trey D or Terry, whichever one you want to call me. Today we have someone, if you watched a few weeks ago, we had mods on here. And I said the diesel to her HBK. Uh, we have a, a powerhouse here coming from the Las Vegas area. Uh, she's beating up everybody every time I've seen her. So if you don't know her name, her name is Estrella. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, enjoying the day out here. You know, it's hot. Oh, it's burning out here. It's baking. I already know. <laughs> um, so let me get my first question out the way. Then we're going to get into it. So I always ask, why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? I love wrestling because it is an escape away from the crazy world that we live in. Um, I got into wrestling for my dad. Like he used to watch it all the time. And I would be like on and off watching it with him until like finally one day I was like, I got completely tuned in. And like once I got tuned in, I was like, there was no stopping it. So, and uh, actually the wrestler that inspired me to become a wrestler was Dan Bryan. So uh, his little WrestleMania 30 lead up, all of that, like his whole story. That's what inspired me to actually go and start wrestling. DB? Yes. What? Yes. So you said WrestleMania 30. So you must still be in your, you, you must not go put your age out there, but you must still be young, young. Oh, no, I'm old. I just didn't get oh. into it. Like, like I started watching it in 2006 when John Cena came because I was like, oh, I love mm. John Cena. <laughs> and, but then I was just like on and off with it. Like, I was like growing up and I'm like, oh, I don't watch wrestling. Like, that's boring because nobody else thought it was cool. So I was like, no, nah, it's not cool. But as I got older, then I got like more into it. Now, I, I was at that WrestleMania 30. What was it about that Daniel Bryan run that just had you like, yo, I need to go and do this? Because I was at a low point in my life and I felt like there was nothing. I'm like, I had like got out of college because I couldn't afford it. And I'm like, there's nothing else I can do. And then like I had other people like in my ear, like, well, you probably shouldn't do this. And you probably shouldn't do this. But then, like, that storyline where they kept telling him, like, oh, well, you're not a superstar. You're just a B-plus player, and you'll never be to the top. And, like, the way he just, like, didn't take no for an answer. And, like, eventually, like, the hijacking of Raw was, like, it for me. I was like, oh, I was like, he going to do whatever it takes to get his spot. And he going to prove them, prove to them that he belonged in that spot. And then when it turned into a triple threat, and he, like, beat Batista, I mean, what was who was it? Randy Orton and Randy Orton and Batista. 
Yeah, Batista. Ray Jordan and Batista, and then Triple H came out too to try to stop him still, and like he still beat all of them. I was like, I was like, yeah. I'm like, if Dan Bryan could do that, mm-hmm. then I could do this. Like, and that's what got me. I was emotionally invested into that one. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a lot of people here on the show and you said something, you said how he just wouldn't let them like stop him from moving mm-hmm. up and everything. So a lot of our women we have on the show, black women, we asked them about, you know, do you have times in the industry where people stopped you or not trying to get you bookends because of because you're a black woman? Have you faced any challenges like that or anything? Um I don't know if it was because of a, I'm a black one, but I have had somebody try to like tell me like, oh, well, you're never going to go to WWE. You're never going to get signed. This and that. Like, you're not good. You're, you you don't deserve the spot that you're in and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, well, you can have an opinion, but I'm going to prove you wrong. And like now I'm out here doing it. And like that person's still trying to like stop things from happening. But it's like, you don't have no say over anything anymore, so I'm not even gonna let you affect me. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Oh, now let's talk a little about about your wrestling because I seen you on. Well, I've seen you in Future Stars of Wrestling, um, but it's this little cage match thing, reformatory cage that happened at Knox Pro. Oh, yeah. I saw you. I saw you in that match. Um, that's a crazy match, but the people. They did not want you in that match because they knew you were a threat. Um, yeah. So the time that you had in that match, how did you feel about that? Because that's a different type of concept. I have never been into a cage, so I was like nervous. Like as we were driving there, I'm like, I, I'm like, I kept looking at it, like we're really about to be in the cage and like use weapons. I've never done this. Like I've only done like regular wrestling and ring. But when I got there, like, Rikishi, he was so cool. And, like, he just told me, like, girl, all you need to do is this. That's it. That's all I want from you. And, like, when I did it, he was so proud of me and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, this was so cool. Like, I had fun. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I want to do this again. (laughs) (laughs) So you said you never used a weapon before. But. Actually, I'm not going to say I never used a weapon because I did use a weapon. I did use a chair. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was getting ready to say I, I've seen you uh, hit people. Casey yeah. Lennox, some part of a tournament, <laughs> you, you whooped her. Um, but then after the cage, I saw you in a, I guess it was a street fight against Sandra Moonpie is the name on Twitter, and you oh, just no, it was a DQ, no DQ. No, oh, it was an no DQ. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't. Well, it, it lived up to a no DQ because everything y'all did in that match. Do you like those type of matches? You know, no DQs, cage matches after doing them because you're getting your feet wet with them? To be honest, I kind of do. Like, it's kind of like a good little twist on to, like, who my character is. Because, like, my character is, like, this bougie, like, wants to be, like, a housewife, like, <laughs> Orange County. Like, that's how she is. So, like, when I get these matches where it's like, oh, you're in a cage, or, like, you get to use that, you get to use a chair, or you get to use a table, it's like, oh, okay. And then, like, now I'm coming out with a wine glass where I just throw a drink in my opponent's face. (laughs) It's like, like, I'm going to do whatever it takes then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, keep doing what you're doing. It is getting over, and people are liking it. Um, Let me ask you this. So, 
did you start wrestling like after WrestleMania 30 or how long have you been wrestling? I wanted to, but it wasn't affordable for me at the time. And I was living in Detroit, which is where I'm from. So um, I had actually came on vacation to Vegas. And I was like, I wonder if they, I love Vegas so much. I was like, what if they got a wrestling school out here? So I called FSW and they're like, oh yeah, it's only 200 a month. And I was like, 200 a month, that's doable. And like literally three three months after that, I had moved out here. Like it was like literally like I went home and was like, yeah, I'm moving to Vegas. And nobody believed me. I'm like, no, I'm really moving to Vegas to wrestle. And like three months later, I moved out here and I started training in December, like the beginning of December of 2018. And I was 25. <laughs> so yeah, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. She said it. I didn't say it. Nobody holds that against me. I didn't say nothing. So. 2018 so you was about a year into it and then the whole covid the pandemic happened uh, um, so how did you go through the pandemic you know being like a year into it and then that happened that the show stopped for you and everything yeah that sucked because like honestly i would say i was training for like six or seven months before i actually made my actual debut and then um Right when I was like getting constantly booked at FSW, the pandemic happened. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I really wanted to like get out there this year and like get people to know who I am. But to be honest, like it kind of worked out in my favor because it helps me like, because like we still before like, not before, but like after, like they kind of like lightened up a little bit of the restrictions. Um, we were able to train, but we had to train with like, a certain group it was like smaller groups and stuff like that so i was able to still train and still get better so like it worked out in the end because like now i'm just like constantly getting booked and like people are hitting me up and they want to see me wrestle and like people are favoring me on twitter and stuff so it, it worked out in a way it sucked that i couldn't do it during the time but at the end of the day it just kind of like made me better mm, okay yeah. Talk about making you better. You said now that you're getting booked, everybody talking to you and everything. Um, let's see. In June, do you have some shows coming up here in June or anything that we can discuss that won't give anything away? Oh, yeah. I have, I am booked completely in June, like every weekend. Like I have, I'm working like a couple shows out here in Vegas. And then I'm going like over to the East Coast to work some shows. Like y'all see the big announcements when they come out, but yeah. I'm I'm pretty booked. <laughs> so booked and busy is what we say. So um I, I got to ask about it. I asked every black performer or person of color that comes on the show because it's right behind me. Uh Black Wrestlers Matters. Uh, have you heard about them? Oh yeah, I've heard about Black Wrestlers Matter. Is is this a show that you would like to be on coming or in the future if they were to reach out to you? Absolutely. There may be a possibility, may not. We don't know. You know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how how would you feel about being on a show like that? I love it because, like, honestly, when I was in Florida for WrestleMania at Florida Culture, I was like, oh. I was like, this is where I belong. Like it was full of the full of black people. Like I'm like, these are my people. They out here killing it. Like everybody's cool. Like 
that's like the environment that I really enjoyed being around. And I know that Black Wrestlers Matter is going to be like equivalent to that. So like being around that atmosphere was just like definitely a, a different from like being in Vegas. <laughs> I, I think it was on uh, Fight TV. Go buy that replay for the culture. If you look like on the side when Tasha Steele's coming, you can see me right there, and I'm, I'm doing the fire flavor dance. You know, it, it's a uh, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, now, gotta ask you this because you brought up Mania Weekend. I wasn't gonna say nothing about it. Were you a part of the um, one of the enforcers for the Faye Jackson's Gray Sweatpants Battle Royale? I definitely was. <laughs> Man, what's going on? Um, what's the deal with that? No, I mean, <laughs> it was fun for me, honestly, because like I didn't have anything else. And then like Faye hit me, like she had tweeted me. I had said that I was going to be in Florida for WrestleMania week, and she tweeted at me. I was like, "Oh, come be one of my enforcers." I was like, "Oh, you didn't say nothing but a word." <laughs> I was like, "At least I got something." And like when I did it, it was actually really fun. Like the guys, they were in there like trying to pop me, and I was like trying to stay serious. <laughs> So it was like a lot of fun. Like D Rogue was in there. He kept saying stuff to me. I'm like, I don't even like you. He's mm. like, what? <laughs> Shout out to D Rogue. I met him uh manual weekend. And he was like, Oh, we love wrestling. He was like, Oh, you black black. I didn't think you because <laughs> <laughs> you know I usually didn't have my face put up on post. He was like, I didn't know you was black black. I was yeah. like, man, get out of here with this. But yeah, he good. He cool people. Um, I love Vero. He was like my fifth match, and we like it was like a really good match. Like I was surprising myself. <laughs> fifth match. So let's talk about it. Has there been a match that you had right now that's been your favorite match so far? Yeah, um, that one with Vero, and now recently. Um, like the little program that me and Sandra Moon put on, like it really like pushed both of us because it was like two different. There's like size difference, and like she was telling me like, "Well, I don't. I've never really worked a lot of big girls. I don't really know." And I was like, "Girl, we got this." And like the story that we put together, and like how we just kept trying to like keep it relevant and stuff. Like that was like my favorite. Like working with Sandra is my favorite. All right. This just popped in my head. So I would call you probably a future stars of wrestling um, talent, a star out there. So, you know, they had this versus thing. They said people who would want to go versus. So um, company down in Florida, Generation Championship Wrestling that we sponsor. Go watch Mother May out on Title Match Network. Um, I don't know if you saw, but they had a lot of words to say about uh, future stars are wrestling. You know, they they talk down to Maserati. Um, said Who they did? Made, uh, uh, the, some of the people at uh, Generation Championship Wrestling, the owner, um, Culture Inc. Um, uh-huh. And you know, they said they may they may need to come out there to see you guys. You know. Oh, they may have to then. <laughs> yeah. It, are are you trying to um, but. You know, because we all about cross branding and cross promoting. But if 
Generation Championship Wrestling was to have you come down because, you know, they have the Diamonds division, all Diamonds uh, stars in that division. Queen Amanada is the champion, uh, Sky Blue rising star out there. Would you be trying to make a debut out in Generation Championship Wrestling? Of course. I, I hit up Generation Champ, uh, what is that, Generation mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling during WrestleMania. We, they were kind of booked up already. But in the future, like, I would definitely be down to work down there. Uh, it's like a different, like, it's different girls. It's not the same ones over and over like it is over here. So, like, that's, like, really what I'm trying to do. Just, like, work different people and, like, different experience levels and, like, just get better myself. What so different experiences get better yourself? Have you wrestled outside of Las Vegas as of yet? Besides Las Vegas in California? Duh, I've wrestled in Arizona and I've wrestled in Utah. And Utah has Devotion Championship Wrestling out there. They have what? Devotion Championship Wrestling. It's like with uh, Al Snow. Is it a church type thing? No. Oh, okay. So basically, West Coast, so the East Coast hasn't seen you as of yet. No. Um, But soon the East Coast will find out who you are, hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, just, just, you know, checking out here and seeing what's going on. Um, So let me ask you this. You you told us your favorite matches. Um, Well, before I ask the last two things, I'm going to. I ask everybody this question. I lean in a little bit, and I just go, uh, "Rock or Stone Cold?" Stone Cold. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Stone Cold. <laughs> mm. There's no right or wrong answer to that. We just it just hits a little bit when you don't pick the rock. But all right. What? Stone Cold. Stone Cold. <laughs> that storyline was Vince. <laughs> <laughs> That storyline with Vince was iconic. Like you're right, you're right. <laughs> I, I can't even hate on it. You're right, you're right. Um, so back to it. You mentioned your two favorite matches. Um, if you could pick three matches of people out here on the independent scene, you know, dream matches that you would like to have. Do you have three names? Yes. Unfortunately, one of them is retired, but I did want to wrestle Faye Jackson. Uh, who else? I'm trying to get in there with Jocelyn Navarro. Mm, okay. And Trisha Dora. Larry Tubman? Yeah. She a beast. <laughs> I'm okay. like, I want to get in there with her. Okay. Um, I almost gave up something. Oh Lord! But yeah, okay. Um, shout out to Trish. Well, so when this come out, we, Trisha Dora is next week, so you guys will see Trisha Dora next week on this, and we'll ask Trish about what Estrella just said to us. Uh-oh. Um, so Estrella, this is the last thing that we do. It's called our put yourself over moment. This is where we have you tell all our people your social media, any ways they can send you money, support you, buy your t-shirts, anything. We just want you to put yourself in everything that you will do over. For sure. Y'all can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, 
at I am the Estrella. Um, I'm on Facebook at Estrella Hansley. Um, you guys can find my shirts on my Twitter. That's actually one of my pinned tweets. Um, I have a store on Brainbuster Tees. So you guys can purchase my shirts there and just keep up with me. Like it's only up from here. <laughs> so yeah. up. Uh, what's that song everybody? When it's up and it's up and it's... <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> yeah, the up and stuck and whatever song. Um oh glad I thought about up. So we had a few people on our women on Wednesday spotlight. <sighs> And um, I asked somebody, I asked, well, brought your name up a few times, but somebody brought your name up without even being asked. Um, that's one of the three people that she would like to face. Uh, you might you might have seen her during Mania Weekend. I don't know if she told you or not. Um, Sahara Seven. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get in with her. <laughs> that's my girl. She uh, was like, yeah, I want to face her. and got to get her one time. I was like, oh, okay. Yes. Sahar. She down um, at GCW too. She was she was just there. Yes, she was. <laughs> um another person since we're doing like that, no boundaries, was at GCW also. Um brought your name up because I, I was looking at just the size and everything and I'm like you both dominant forces. Um and she's a weapon of ass destruction. Um the world. Um What? Had, the world actually says she knows who you are. She's seeing what you're doing, and she yes. wouldn't mind if somebody books her. She wouldn't mind getting in the ring with you. Uh, yeah, that would be a good. that would be fun. <laughs> people watching, I'm giving y'all matches, so you know. I mean, you don't gotta give me no credit. Just know that where the matches came from. Um, the third person. This is just something I was thinking about recently because I was watching videos of you both. Um, she's a cannibal. You know, she also beats up a lot of men. She's out here. Um, I love it. Dominant for she's a queen. I call her the queen of Charlotte. Um, Savannah Evans. You know, I think you two could put on a hell of a match out here. You know, two forces. I'm going to have to look her up. I haven't heard of her. Oh, Savannah. Oh, look up the cannibal. Um, she's the... Her and Big Swole just went head up for the PWX Pure Championship. Um, she retained it. Nice. Uh, she's faced jazz. She's been out here for a while. But yeah, she's someone that you want to look up. She's face face. She's faced the world. She she's faced so she she's seasoned. She's real seasoned. Yes. That's what I need. <laughs> Something that we talked about before will probably bring you two across each other before we start um recording. So I'll just put that in the air. Uh, something we talked about before we start recording may bring you to cross paths where you'll meet each other here um, huh? in some time, maybe. Um. Okay, you're in Vegas, right? Yeah. Best strip club in Vegas. You do strip clubs? I think oh, I love the strip club. I think you're part of the creep squad, so this is okay. <laughs> um, I love the strip club. Um, but, the best strip club in Vegas. Uh, honestly, I really like Deja Vu. Oh, okay. And I like Deja Vu because there is diversity. Like, the other ones, like, it's just, like, the same Instagram-type girls. But Deja Vu, like, the other girls be super friendly. And they be like, hey, girl, like, I'm 
like, who is that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the strip club. Okay. <laughs> like, get your money, girl. <laughs> okay. Love a strip club. There is one. Um, Fremont Street or the strip? Which one do you prefer? Oh, I get the most dudes on the strip. <laughs> Fremont be kind of janky, but the strip, that's where that's where the game comes in. <laughs> I don't know. We should cut it off right there. She's talking about dudes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, for, for the dudes watching, because I, I know the people on YouTube and everywhere will be watching, and they would be like, man, ooh, are you single for the men watching? Absolutely. I'm out here single and mingling. Well, guys, she's single and mingling. <laughs> not saying everybody can get a chance, but if you get her attention, you never know. Oh, oh. Charlie, you better have some passion. <laughs> you, better love, you, better love, you better know what you want. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got to cut it right there. I always tell people this is, this is not a hookup. A hookup platform at all. Do not reach out to me. She gave you her social media. Reach out to her, but have some passion. Show follow me. Follow me. Follow her, please. Um, I think I think that's good, Estrella. Do you do you have anything when fans come to see you at the show? So is there any lasting impression that you want to leave on fans before they go home after seeing you in the show? I want them to hate. To love me <laughs> like they can hate me but they're like dang i just something about strella i just i rock with her like i really like her <laughs> but she get on my nerves but i like her because <laughs> that's, that's how they are out here they, they love to hate me <laughs> that's that's logical it's a lot of people if you go when i go to shows that they playing that heel role i'm like Get me into it where I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh, but I love it, but oh, so dirty. Um, so mm -hmm. you able to get That's me why like that? Doing dirty stuff. No. That's why I'm always doing dirty stuff. Like, <laughs> don't get it twisted. I'm gonna do what it takes. <laughs> she says she'll do what it takes. I ain't got nothing to say against that. All right, Estrella. Uh, well, again, I do thank you for giving us this time. You know. Just talking to people and your name coming up, I was like, so I won't lie to you. I just found out about you probably in January. And uh, then I kept hearing people say your name. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this is about. Um, then, yeah. <laughs> so we do the clips and everything. And, and this is hilarious to me. So I was like, oh, Casey Lennox versus Estrella. Oh, we about this. I'm about to see what, what they're doing because I had just talked to Casey. And you, um, as I call it, you literally like just dog walked her, beat her up. Um, she didn't have too much offense. And I was like, oh, she just going to beat her up like that and just get disqualified and walk out like nothing happened? <laughs> my introduction to, uh, uh, well, my second introduction to one of your matches. So I was like, oh, okay, this is a beast. And I uh, <laughs> You know, Moss was out there. No, you came out with her on the next day of the tournament that they let something out. I was like, oh, all right. I like this combo here. So, Moss be cracking me up. I'll be trying not to laugh. 
uh, Maz, um, <clears throat> yeah, me and her got a little issue right now, you know. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her right now. You know? Oh Lord. Yeah, you know, I mean, she just came on here talking about she made my show relevant, you know, un- uncalled for, didn't say nothing bad to her. I was bigging her up, and then, you know, she hit me with one of them. Um, so kind of what happened at GCW. We beefing right now, too. We beefing right now, too. Yo, if you, never mind, I'm not going to put a bounty on her. I already got a bounty on one wrestler I'm trying to get collected. Um, <laughs> Just if you now, nah, I won't tell you that if the mask is announced, then I'll let you know. But I'm not gonna just put her out there like that to have people going at her. Oh, so <laughs> you do have a lot of shows coming up in here in June. If whatever area you in, if you see Estrella name on the show, please go get a ticket, tune in any way that you can, watch her. She just watch her. Um. We we Hold gonna on. talk we gonna talk more about it in June. I, I will say that we'll, you'll hear more about her. Um, that's as much as I can say about that. But Estrella, again, thank you for giving us this time. Um, and I'm gonna go to my outro, guys. You know, I'm Trey All right. D. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So I'm Trey D or Terry, whatever you want to call me. Just please don't disrespect me. And like I always say, if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, it's we love wrestling. It's too sweet. For the person.